Hello, Scary Dolls. Hello. I'm Mandy. And I'm Carol. And you're listening to Scary Not Scary Podcast. Podcast. Ashley is with her sister because she's a new auntie. Yay! Yay! Congratulations, Eris. Congrats on your little baby. He's so cute. Yes, your little baby boy. He's so beautiful. So Ashley's with her sister. We told her to... Family first. Yeah. Yeah. Family always comes first. Go enjoy your little baby nephew. Congratulations. Me too. I love your baby. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, literally it took us like thirty minutes to record. I know we've been sitting here for thirty minutes. I was pretending to be the Gumbia Kings. And Selena. (laughs) (laughs) Ah ah said that she's gonna she's gonna drop a new album soon. I'm gonna drop a diss track. (laughs) Guys. She has some shit to say. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, I do. Just kidding. No, I don't. <clears throat> all good in the neighborhood. <laughs> we all good in the neighborhood. <laughs> I can't. Oh, my God. <clears throat> I can't. You know, Mandy and Caro episodes are always chaotic, so we apologize yeah. in advance. Um, um, Just bear with us. We're probably going to get off topic. Um, we might hear little kids in the background laughing. Yep. I don't know if they're my kids or the ghost kids. We're just here to have a it's good time. It's just going to be a mystery. Also, it's fucking hot today. A mystery show. Damn, you sing like an angel girl. It's like Bergie and Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, A.B., don't get your girl. <laughs> don't get your background singer. Literally for like 20 <clears throat> minutes, we were just laughing because it just came oh out. I just did it. God, dude, I cannot deal. Oh, it's hot in here. It's hot. <laughs> we're just living our best life. Do you know who I came across TikTok the other day? Who? I'm in the sewer. <gasps> I love him. How does he scream? <laughs> <laughs> There's this guy, I don't remember his name, Starzy, Starzy, I don't know, but he's so funny. He's always like doing random shit, like eating pizza bites in the sewer or like at the cemetery. He's with Mm -hmm. a doll. Like, it's so funny. What is his name again? Star. Starzy, maybe? Yeah. Hold on. His last video, he said he was. Oh, right here. I'm in the woods. (laughs) I found a pair of shoes. Um, I want to find a dead body, but because I want to be on the news, but I don't want to like find a dead person. <laughs> I just want to be on the news. I love him, and he just does like random shit. He's the most randomest person ever, so it just makes me laugh. Oh, he's like, I'm in the sewer, <laughs> in the sewer. <laughs> it's the funniest thing. His but... name is Starzy. S T A R Z Y Y. He's funny. You should go check him out. Check him out. Check and he drinks his out. water from, uh, what is? what are they called? Oh, um, you know where the hamsters drink water? The little balls? You know what I mean? The balls. <laughs> Not the balls. Yeah, it's like the it's like this tube with the little yeah, ball at yeah, the end. The, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. What are, the, what are those called? Water hose? Water, hamster. Hamster dispensers? I don't know. Hamster feeder? I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. No, hamster water bottle. Probably. Yeah, that. Whatever you put inside for the hamsters, he drinks his water out of there, but it's like all blinged out. I love it. Yeah, if y'all like random stuff, y'all would probably like them. I'm scared. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that just, just popped out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Me. Ah! Oh, oh my gosh. 
So today will probably be a shorty because there's only two of us. Shorties and 40s. Isn't that like a drink? I don't know. I don't know. I used to be a thug, not no more. So um, I was telling Carter. 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 <laughs> Who's that bitch? I don't know. <laughs> Morgan. <laughs> hey, Morgan, if you're listening to this podcast, um, just know we know about you, Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. Stop um, befriending other people's husbands. Yeah. <laughs> Morgan. We're just kidding, Morgan. You're cool, <laughs> <Just> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, look, I'm kidding. Tim got his wisdom teeth pulled out today. He looks like a chipmunk. I already <laughs> accidentally slapped him with the bottle on his cheek. Oh, yeah. He was sad. Horrible. <laughs> he's like, why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, he's like, you did that on purpose. I was like, I did it. I promise it wasn't supposed to hit you, but it did. I'm sorry. But, yeah. So, he was talking about the girl at the front desk. And he goes, yeah, Morgan. And I was like, oh, we know her by first name now. First name. So, basis. I've been teasing him all day. So, he's probably rolling his eyes. And he'll probably delete me saying this. He probably will. But we just here for a good time. Whatever. We ain't here for a long time. We're here for a good time. For a good time. No. So, I was watching a new. Uh, so, they're coming out with a new TV series on TLC. I forgot the name. But, basically, it's like a mom and daughter that look alike and do things together and like they party and stuff together. I don't know. It looks like very like cringy. But Tokaro, I was like, they have all these cringy shows out there. We can totally have our own cringy show. Can you imagine if we had a show? I think it would be a total shit show. My life is a shit show. I think it would be called the shit show. <gasps> yeah. That'd be yeah. fun. TLC picked this up. Toddlers yeah. and Tierra style. <laughs> Toddlers and Tierra. <laughs> we can totally do it. I know we can. We will get a lot of viewers. <clears throat> For sure. Right? I think so. I think so, too, because we're pretty fun. We're a good time. Everybody wants to hang out with us, I think. Right? I mean, I would hope so. Hope so. <clears throat> okay, so today we're just going to jump in it. So today we're going to be talking about... I guess, what did I call it? It's like the TV show, Paranormal 911. <clears throat> so, like, Ooh. basically, cops that respond to like disturbances and it turns out to be paranormal activity that they walk in on, or like EMS, they respond to a 911 call and it turns out to be something demonic and, you know, things like that. And I kid you not, there's a shit ton of stories. Yeah. A shit ton. They even have their own TV show called Paranormal 911. I've never seen it. I This is the first time me hearing this show. Yeah. They have like 12 seasons, I think. <clears throat> 12 seasons? I think so, yeah. Damn. They're like their 12th season now. I need to start watching them. Yeah. They're pretty, it's pretty good. But I didn't know it existed until I researched Paranormal, like 911 calls, and then that freaking, it was just like listings of the show, and I'm yeah, like, Yeah, the different episodes. Yeah, I'm like, damn, there really is a show. You have to trick the algorithm and like retype it a certain way. Yeah, that's what yeah. I did. There's a lot of them. It's on YouTube, TikTok, <clears throat> um, TV, it's everywhere. Reddit. Everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> We're creepy as um, hell. <laughs> I guess you can go first. <clears throat> <I'll> go. <clears throat> All right, homie G's. <clears throat> Clear your throat. Uh-huh. Um, this one is from Quora.com. Um, 
And this man named Franklin, he wrote in and um, the question is, what is the most creepy or paranormal thing that you have experienced in your career as a police officer? Um, so this man wrote in and said one night he was leaving a home burglary call and um, started driving. And then a neighborhood lady flagged him down. She was at least 80 years old. Um, she was wearing a nightgown. Um, so he stopped and got out and she was like, hey, do you want any coffee? And he was like, no, thank you. Um, so then he was walking, I guess, around her porch and then she said, oh, by the way, my son are policemen. Um, and then he was like, oh, cool, you know, and then she just walked back into her house um, and then she waved goodbye. So then um, he starts driving off and then another guy about 45 he says about 45 stops me. So I'm guessing like a couple steps. And then he says, hey, did they break into the Freeman house again? He said, oh, no, I was just talking to the lady who lived there. And he was like, no, nobody lives there. And then the cop was like, yeah, a lady lives there. I just talked to her. And the guy was like, no, she died about a year ago. The house has been boarded up. And he's like, no, I was just there. The house wasn't boarded up. And then it says, I shit you not. When they walked back together to the house, the house was boarded up. So Damn. he was talking to a ghost. She offered him <clears throat> coffee. I you said know, coffee, right? Yes, you did. <clears throat> I've heard of, um, like, I've heard of different paranormal stories like that, where, like, they go to, they make a reservation at a hotel, and, like, they spend, like, the whole day in a hotel, and, like, they notice every day, like, something different's happening to it, and then they finally leave, and when they turn around, it's, like, all boarded up, it's an abandoned building. What? Like I've seen stories like that, yeah. but not hotels, like, Yeah, I read one about a hotel. <gasps> Yeah, but, yeah, that is creepy. Anyway, that guy was talking to an old dead lady ghost. <laughs> That's sad. Oh, and then um, they said, did you ever follow up to see if her co- if her sons were really cops? Mm-hmm. And he said that, yeah, that the they lady were... that lived there, she had sons that were cops. So how would he know that, you know? Oh, so you never know. If a lady tells you to get some coffee, then you get some coffee. You drink that coffee. You drink that <laughs> dead coffee. I wonder what dead coffee tastes like. Probably burnt and dead. Mm, yum. Anyway. Yummy. So my story, I found it on theoccultmuseum.com. Everybody like sends in real-time stories. It's almost like a Reddit for like the paranormal. And this one's called, She's Inside the House. Damn. So this police officer wrote in and said, I've never been a believer in the paranormal, but that day I made an exception. I responded to a call made by an elderly lady. She reported that she kept seeing a young girl running through her yard and she was afraid of vandalism or maybe worse. On my way over, it started to pour like there's no tomorrow, lightning, thunder, everything, everything you could think of. When I arrived at the residence, she pointed to where the yard was and I made my way over there. I tried to shine my flashlight along and ask, if anyone's out there, come out. But nothing. All I heard was a sound of loud thunder in the back. I made my way back inside the house, and the lady, now trembling in a corner, she told me, she's inside the house. (gasps) I hear a thump in the background, and I see a young girl, maybe around 13, running from one side of the house to the other. I quickly moved towards her and asked her to stop, but then she disappeared right in front of me. I thought it was just my eyes playing tricks on me, but then the lady yells out, there, there, she's right outside. I turned towards the big window leading to the backyard and there she was running around. But how did she get past me 
to the exit to the back door. I immediately went outside and she had vanished again. After I wasn't able to find anything and with no logical explanation, I told the lady that the girl had run away and I wasn't able to catch her due to the weather. I asked her to calm down. Some months later passed and I found out the elderly woman had passed away and some new people had moved into her old home. Not long after that, dispatch picked up a call from the same house. Now the new tenants reported a young girl running around in the backyard and suddenly appearing inside their house. I let someone else take that call. Damn. I was not going back. Yeah, I wouldn't go back. <laughs> oh, no, I probably would, honestly. How would you even like react to that? You know what I mean? Like, that is so weird. Call the Ghostbusters. There really isn't like stuff like that. Like, what would you call the cops for? Like, you know what I mean? Well, like, she was an elderly lady, so I think she really thought it was, it was an like actual, a kid, like kid running around. Yeah, you know what true. I mean? Oh, the you spirit was right. probably just like. Catch me she if you needs can. to be put to rest. Or maybe then. she was playing like it. Bitch, what if she was murdered under there because <gasps> like her spirit is not laid to rest properly? Yeah. That's so sad. Devastating. That is sad. Okay, no, I'm sad. I know, I'm sad too. <laughs> okay, um, so I went into Reddit this time and I started looking at people's uh, true stories. And this one person wrote in, her name is zombie underscore dance. Um, she says, my uncle works for dispatch in my town. Uh, he recently told my family of the weirdest call he's ever gotten. He said that he received a call from a landline one night. And when he answered it, there was only static on the other end. This happened two more times. And finally, he uh, calls a squad to go check on the address from the caller ID. So when the cops get there and walk to the house, they immediately saw that there was a dead body. Um, the person had been dead for like five months. The craziest part about it is there was no electricity and no other utility working. So there is no way that she would have been able or somebody would have been able um, to call from that house. So who called from that house Damn. is a mystery. And then if nobody like would have gone to go check on her, who knows how long that body would have been there. It was already five months in. Imagine the smell. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, that's scary. Uh, so mm -hmm. this one, um, they wrote in. There was an old couple who lived on a rundown ranch house about 20 miles east of town. When the husband passed away, the woman would call 911 at least three times a week, asking for assistance with every mundane task not normally dealt with first responders. I need help turning on the thermostat. I need help boiling water. I need help for my tea. Blah, 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 etc. The list goes on. The woman developed dementia and dementia, and eventually it progressed to the point to where she believed she was calling 911 to ask her deceased husband for help. All of the dispatchers would recognize the address immediately, even though all she could say was her husband's name. Mm. And so basically, let's call her husband, I don't know, John. So she would say, John, I need help doing this. John, I need you to come to come home and help me. So she would call 911 saying John as her oh dementia progressed. God. One day she called and again was only able to repeat her husband's name, which is John, 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 I need help. John, please come home. Please come home, John. I need help. By the time the first responders arrived on scene, they found the woman lying dead in her bed. The first unit on scene called to, called to dispatch to confirm that it was the woman herself who had called 911. And 
basically when they showed up, they said as rig- they, they called it rigor Morris had already set in. We wrote it off as the fact that the heater in her house wasn't working and the ambient temperature in the room was about 50 degrees. So she was dead for a while. So then how could she and have they called? Did, and they confirmed with dispatch that it was her calling. Like they had her address and everything calling like that. She oh called 911. So he continues, we continued to receive 911 calls from that woman at that address for over a year after she passed away. Even after her home was vandalized and burned to the ground, the phone calls did not stop. John, I need your help. John, please come home and help me. We were obligated to send the response each time, every time, but not once did we find anyone on or near her property. Multiple calls to the phone company confirmed that the phone line had been disconnected and the call was not coming from another address. Hell no. Oh my God. I feel bad though. She tried to call for help. Right? (laughs) She's by herself. It makes me wonder if like her soul is there still. Or maybe it's like, um, what is it like residual haunting where it just kind of like, what is, is, am I getting it mixed up with another type? Where it like happens over and over again. Is it residual? Right? Repetitive. I don't know. Let me see. Let me look it up. I want to make sure I'm saying the right things to the you right guys. The right terms. Yeah. I think it's residual. Residual. Yeah. Residual haunting. So it's just like a repetitive state from like the spirit. So almost like she's reliving Every, over and over again. Day. Like calling oh calling 911 to come and help her. And before she passed away, she developed dementia she was she thought she was calling her husband so even after death she's calling 911 to go help her that's so sad that makes me sad Mm. poor lady but it wasn't really like a traumatic death like i i think residual hauntings are like when something traumatic happens like when you die in a traumatic way yeah Hmm. interesting very interesting Okay, so this story is from Platinum Goals. <laughs> These names are so funny. They're so random. So it says, I had a buddy of mine who was a cop. They actually used to listen to paranormal shows over their graveyard shift. He said one night him and his partner were listening um, and the topic was black eyed kids. And if you don't know what black eyed kids are, we have a whole episode on them. A whole two episodes. Oh, yeah. Two episodes. Episode right. Episode 13. <laughs> one and two. <laughs> also, it says also people were calling in with their stories. It says, of course, about 10 minutes into their segment, they get a call from dispatch about a neighbor complaining about some teenagers asking if they can go into his house who were wearing hoodies and dark clothes. The standard black eyed kid outfits it says they both looked at each other like hell now and responded that they were already on another call and tail- tailgated out of the neighborhood they're like hell no you do that on your own <laughs> no black eyed kids here Mm-mm. but really if you don't know what the black eyed kids are go listen to that episode or just yeah google it. just basically if you have little kids knocking at your door asking you to let them in and they have black eyes do not let them in it's mm-hmm. bad news and yes. i think they can actually go up to you like like in your car too and ask you to like give them a ride home or whatever mm-hmm. we don't know what they are or who they are but they're bad news bad news bears go check out the episode <laughs> okay so this one says 
I was a 911 call taker 10 years ago when I received one of the creepiest calls ever. It was freezing that night, which usually equaled a calm, quiet shift due to the even due to even the criminals not wanting to go outside. Around 3 a.m., my call box popped up green, and as usual, I asked what was the emergency. A man started frantically screaming that his still that his sister was still possessed by a demon and tried to cut his heart out while he slept. He had ran when the attack started happening and locked himself in the bathroom. I asked him a series of questions trying to figure out what the hell was going on. Asked, after asking him a series of questions, trying to figure it all out, every time he tried to answer, I heard what sounded like scratching and banging on the bathroom door. He whispered, there's a demon in my sister. It's still in her body. <gasps> it's been battling me for days. I got free from the ch- It got free from the chains. I swear what I heard next chilled me to the core. This unearthly voice began taunting my caller through the door. It didn't sound like a 20-something-year-old woman. It was low and and gurgled like she had gargled razor blades before speaking. She continued to growl and speak in a strange-sounding language until police arrived. She let out a terrifying scream when the police officers broke in, and after that, it was a dead end. What the, the call was fuck? over. I was still shaking and had no idea what just happened. Even my supervisor, who had been listening to the call real time, was pale and speechless when the when the line abrupt, abruptly ended. Before my shift ended, the commanding officer on my creepy call called to tell me what they found. He told me that he would have nightmares for the rest of his life. Apparently, when my caller said his sister had got out of her chains, he wasn't joking around. She was. She still had chains tied to a bloody handcuff and when the officers came in her whole body was covered in self-inflicted scratches one of her eyes popped a blood vessel and was bright red most of what she was wearing was also shredded shredded to her skin and looked like she had been drained of her blood she was taken in for a psych consult and as you probably guessed stayed there for a long time The brother was okay, except he did have deep gouges in his chest. His sister literally tried to dig his heart out with her with her uh, fingernails. Oh, my God. There was some talk about arresting the brother, but nothing ever came of it. I still can vividly remember the voice. It still makes my blood run cold till this day. Just thinking about it. Oh, yeah, like, imagine hearing that. Like, <laughs> imagine if, like... Wizhouse gang. Imagine if, like, the demons started talking to the 911 operator. <gasps> I'd be like, nope. <laughs> and, like, but, like, that's your job. You can't hang up. You know what I mean? Like... That's fucking scary. Oh. I wonder... I, I hope... I hope that, like... I wonder if, like, the church intervened, like, when she was... You know, in the psych work. So people don't take these things seriously. They really don't. Well, so I know, like, I read about some cases where they do put them like in the psych ward, and like after they've ran tests and like you know do all the stuff that they do, eventually they like ask the They'll church ask the to church intervene. To step in. okay. Yeah, but I think it's very Girl. rare when it happens. It has to be like a special case. For the church to yeah. have to step in. So do you remember uh, we were talking about possessions again? I remember I told you 
told I was telling you and Ashley about a movie. Um, it was about a series of like possessions that were happening. This girl was doing like a research Mm -hmm. and one of the girls that was possessed she like curled herself up between the wall and um the dresser and she was like like a cat remember (laughs) i told you Uh it's called devil literally devil oh my god yeah it's a really good movie you should watch it (laughs) it's creepy Uh, it's all voodoo (laughs) oh my god well these are kind of funny so this would be a little bit less scary but this person called bae b-a-e literally Uh, wrote in and said um i recently had an elderly man who called us and said that every time he fell asleep on the couch a little boy would come out of the cushions and tickle his feet to wake him up um i flipped the couch for him and we searched high and low but we never found the boy and then same person said another call i had was an old lady said that she had a demon in her curtains in the living room she said that the disease control man came around um and cleaned her house from the demon every week but i guess the guy had taken the week off and the demon was out of control i suggested to her that she get new curtains and remove those and she said that i was the smartest person she had ever met um (laughs) And then she says, we never got another call from her. And so then somebody commented and put, yo, you took a lot of business away from that disease control, man. (laughs) Can you imagine someone's like, yeah, let me clean your house from these demons. Oh like, my gosh. they were probably taking advantage they of the little old lady. We got to come back every week, every Friday. Every week you to, have get to get this demon clean. Oh my God. the demon under control. She said Poor the demon lady. in her curtains. It was all the dust bunnies. Oh my gosh, people are so mean. (laughs) Bro, my stories are all short. (laughs) So this one, I think you're going to like this one. Me? Okay. So they said, I worked in dispatch for a total of three months. And in that three months, I received one call I would call creepy. It was the voice of a little boy. And I was trying to be calm because it felt like he was having a hard time breathing. I asked him if he was in danger. He said, no, not anymore. I asked him why he had called. And he said, well... The man in the attic finally killed my mom. I asked him if he can see his mom, and he said, no, the man took her to the moon. I asked him if he was alone in the house, which he replied, no, I still have the man's dog here. I asked him what the doggy's name was in hopes that I can keep the boy calm while asking these questions, because that's what you do as a dispatcher. You have to keep talking to the caller. Mm -hmm. The boy replied, his name is his name is Shayton. But he spelled it like, sh- like he said it like Shaitan, S-H-A-T-I-A-N. I asked him to say it again, thinking that he said Satan, but he clearly replied replied that the dog's name is Shaitan mm-hmm. with an S-H. By the end of the call, the police showed up and I still don't know whatever happened with the boy and his mother. But years later, I was researching the din, the din or the jinn. And according to the ancient text, evil spirits like the jinn are able to manifest themselves as a dog or other animals. And guess what the jinns, guess what the jinns were known as? Shaitan. Oh my God. And how would the little boy I know? still have a hard time sleeping at night when I think about this call. Nope. That's so cool though. That's fucking cool. But to like research that, you know what I mean? And he just found it. 
All right. Oh, they give me chills. This one is from Frankenscales. I thought this one was funny. It's not really scary, but it says in high school, I had a teacher that used to be a full time police officer. I asked him the same question if he has ever seen anything weird or got any calls about ghosts. He told me that one night he had to respond to a call complaining about a neighbor that wouldn't stop howling. <laughs> so he gets to the house, knocks on the door and the guy answers. Um, they ask him if he's been howling and he responds, yeah, I'm a werewolf and there's a full moon tonight. And then the guy <laughs> lunges forward and bites him in the forearm. <laughs> oh my God. That's all werewolf. my kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's all my kid thinking he's a werewolf because I'm obsessed. With, I'm so obsessed with werewolves. It's not even funny. I'm a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> he just bit him. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's Y'all all Jason. Weird. Oh my god, I need to be careful. My kids yeah. gonna grow up biting people. <laughs> oh my god. Ay, ay, ay. Okay, so this is probably gonna be my last one, and I'm gonna let y'all listen to some creepy stuff. So, this one, I've seen a lot of things in my career, things that would make citizens doubt my sanity, from being dispatched to chase a UFO to responding calls of ghosts, but most unusual thing that happened to me was witnessed by several officers and a dispatcher. One evening, I had brought in a guy for domestic violence, and he was a bit rowdy. I was joined in booking by the sergeant, by the sergeant and another patrolman. I'm in the process of booking Mr. Tough Guy when I glanced into cell number one. There was a guy in there, short haircut, glasses, white t-shirt, just staring at us. I ignored him because I didn't want him to start banging on the window, demanding a phone call or something. So I finished the booking process to escort Mr. Tough Guy to his cell, walking past cell number one. The guy in the cell just stood there, never saying a word or moving. We all then leave booking and go about our business. Sometime later, the sergeant asked me to check the paperwork for the prisoners to see if they were ready to if they're ready to be transported to the county jail. I grab the paperwork and go into booking and do another head count. Cell number one is empty. I panic. I tell the sergeant, who also panics. He and I began to make phone calls to the detective to see if they had moved the guy or if they had released him. They all say that they didn't go into booking at all. I then checked the computer and the paperwork again, and the head count was accurate. No one had been placed in cell number one. What we go heck? to the dispatch office to check the surveillance video for booking. We, we rewind the footage to where I can see... To where it can be seen booking by my prisoner. We fast forward to the point in the video where we walk out. As soon as we walk past the door, past the door guy and the sound number one blinks out of existence. Like if he was never there. So it was like a glitch what in the, the matrix heck? almost. Right? Yeah. We were all freaked out by the occurrence. Believe me, we were freaked out. When we tried to transfer the video to a DVD and USB, to, to a, from a DVD to a USB drive, the guy in the cell did not appear. We still hear and see stuff every now and then when the prisoners, when the prisoners are in the detox tank, can be seen talking to somebody in the direction of cell number one, even though it appears to be empty. To this day, I'm wary about going book, going into booking alone, especially when it comes to cell number one. Oh. So like when they're like detoxing and stuff, they're like they're there like them. talking to the spirit. That's funny. 
But like it glitching, him glitching out of appearance to like them seeing him in the video one minute and then he glitches out in the second almost sounds like a glitch in the Matrix too. Yeah, that could have been a good one for the glitchy Damn. episode. Damn, you're right. Damn. Okay, my last story, super short, um, from Punk916. <laughs> Thanks, Punk. It says, I'm not the popo, first of all. I hate when people say that. I don't know why. The popo. Yeah, he put, I'm not the popo, but I'm a security at a hospital. I get a call every now and again about people or kids running up and down the stairs in an old pediatrics building at night. Um, the only people that are there are two lab techs in the end they're in the basement so whoever's running in the stairs is not really running in the stairs i think it's just a ghost of the little children especially at a hospital like running up and down yeah playing it or having mm-hmm. go see mm-hmm. now yes. whenever i'm like you want to play it i think of like pennywise yeah me too <laughs> i'm all you want to play it. tag your it isn't it tag tag your it yeah, yeah true mm-hmm. i don't play that i don't run I don't run. So there is, and I think this this video is actually out on TikTok. I just can't find the original footage. And I really don't want to like show you guys the rewrite of it. Because remember we listened to it earlier and it sounded all blam. It was boring. We'll probably post it on like our VIP page. But I want to show y'all this one. This one's creepy. And I think all of you who listen to our episode where we talked about slender man will enjoy this was it the crispy pasta crispy pasta i think it was episode six or seven Mm. so throwing it back i'm gonna do my best to let y'all listen to this if not then i'll try to get tim to somehow put the audio in (laughs) in here we'll figure something out but three two one Please send help. Where are you now? I don't know. In the living room. I'm looking out the front window. The tall man is scaring us. Oh, 
Slender Daddy. <laughs> Just kidding. No, we thought you guys would enjoy that one. Um, I mean, obviously, it's, it's not real. So it's but from the Slenderman documentary, I think. They created it for the documentary, but we just thought it was creepy. And it's cute. And we love Slenderman around here. Yeah. Um, yeah, because we brought him into existence. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. There is one that I do want to show y'all that is like really legit. Let me show you something. <laughs> That's like really legit. Hold on. Human. We can wings. Um, I can't find that 911 call. So when I find it, I'm just going to post it on Facebook. I can't find it. But basically, it's a guy who calls 911 and he's like, I'm calling because there's somebody, in my, there's something in my property and a 911 call, dispatch is like, well, what's in your property, sir? And he's like, I don't know. There's something in my property. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was somebody, you know, walking around my property. He was like, I went outside my dog. He keeps barking. He's barking. Uh, he's really a gentle giant. I went out with my gun to point. He was like, and then I see this thing like standing in the corner of my property and it looks like it has like these long legs and just like kind of scurries off so what he saw he said looked like some kind of like humanoid thing he couldn't explain so a lot of people on tiktok are saying that it's probably like um what is the (sighs) not a skinwalker right no um slenderman's cousin what's his name Slenderman's cousin. Yes. Uh the uh the it's like on the tip of my tongue. Oh my god. The wreath, the wrath, the wreath. What? Oh, um what is his name? Shit. Now that you said that now I'm like the 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 cringe. <laughs> what is it? The wrath? The no. wrath humanoid creature. The rake. 
The rake. The rake. Sorry, I yelled. <laughs> I'm on the reef. The wrath. <laughs> Something with that art. Something with the. The rake. They're saying that it was the way he described it sounded like it could be the rake. Right. Yes. And then somebody um, on that show, Paranormal Caught on Tape, actually caught the rake on video. They went into like an abandoned building and all they were doing, they were they were going to record themselves skateboarding. Mm-hmm. And they went into the abandoned building and they're going, they're walking down the hallway and then something like pops out. They think it's a dog. And the way it's crawling at them, it's like its body, like Ew. it's crawling backwards. With but, like, long arms? Yes. Yeah. Ugh. Very like, they probably catch like a good like 10 seconds of it like chasing them but like oh you can hear it in their gosh. voices that they're scared out of their mind I'll, I'll i'll look for that video and post that too yeah but yeah so like Ooh. they're saying that he described the rake in his like land video much. yeah um to the 911 dispatcher that is so creepy so like i can't they don't have the original one out but they have somebody like that who like recreated it on twitter and like redid it and it sounds stupid and scripted you can tell they're actors but mm-hmm. um i'll look for it and post it anyways but yeah i think that's it that is it it's gonna be a shorty but a goodie mm-hmm. hope we made you scared uh, hopefully or laugh a little make sure Y'all, buy us tickets for Paranormal Fest. Yes. If you haven't seen any of our Instagram stories and if you weren't able to get on Podbean for our quick little live announcing, we are going to be at Paranormal Fest 2022 this year, September 17th. Lots of exciting things. We will be there. We're going to be doing like a little meet and greet with everybody. We'll have our own booth. Uh, We'll have stickers, sage, uh, cheese balls. For sure. For sure, cheese balls. That's our thing. Yeah. Um, we're going to yeah. try to have some merch there. If we're not able to, then we'll definitely have like our um, laptop or iPad there so you guys can buy our merch online. We'll have like a coupon code for you guys to use. Yeah. Um, but we hope you all can come and see us. We're really excited. It's going to be our come first Pernal Fest. Come shop around. It's not just going to be us. I mean, Yeah, there's going to be other vendors, vendors there. There's going to be tarot card readers, uh, palm readers. Uh, there's going to be super fun uh, ghost hunters there, um, paranormal investigators. There's gonna be um, there's gonna be a panel there I think mm-hmm. um, from like a paranormal group there. One of the daughters that lived in the actual Conjuring home is gonna be there to speak. There's gonna be some demonologists there that are gonna be there to speak. Oh, this is there's so gonna exciting! Be, uh, there's gonna be food trucks there. Apparently, they're gonna have an open an open alcohol bar. Um, so an open an open bar for everybody. Uh, I'm not sure if there's like a cutoff or what, but yeah, online it said that there's going to be an open bar for Ooh. adult beverages. So the way you can actually go and uh, purchase the ticket, if you go to our Facebook page, we have the Paranormal Fest pinned to our Facebook. You can go on there on that um, link and buy your tickets. Everybody's like 40 bucks, right? Yeah, it's 40 bucks. Everybody's asking if we're part of the VIP package. We're not. So the VIP package is if you want to do the ghost hunting tour at the Black Swan Inn Friday night that goes into Saturday morning. So if you want to do that, you can purchase that ticket. You don't have to. Um, You can just do general admission and you'll be able to see our booth there along with all the other spooky vendors and spooky um, foodies that'll be there. Mm-hmm. But we're really excited, you guys. We hope we I get to so meet excited. everybody and see y'all there and just have some fun. Ooh, sorry, it's I'm just so, so excited. Exciting. We wanted to do this last year, but we asked 
too, too late because we found out like probably a couple of weeks before. Yeah. Um, but we're excited. We just wanted to like go, but something happened. We didn't get to go like always. Our schedules well, are crazy. We've got shit going on. Yes, but this year we will be there as vendors and we'll be part of the paranormal groups there and we're super excited. So <laughs> we hope to see you all there. Yes, I do. We're super excited. Um, so yeah, buy your tickets and also make sure you follow us on all of our social medias. And if you have any spooky stories, if you have any topic ideas, send them. Send us an email at scarynotscarypodcast at gmail.com. Visit our website, scarynotscarypodcast.com. Shop our merch, scarynotscarypodcast.shop. <laughs> and make sure you rate and review us on iTunes, yes, Spotify, yes, yes. Our Heart Radio, anywhere you listen to us, make sure you rate and review us. And I think you you got it all. I got <laughs> it. <laughs> I got the shit. Go mama. Got this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cuss. No, I did. I did. I did mean to cuss. Yeah, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. No, I don't. I, I, <laughs> I think that's it, you guys. Make sure you buy your Paranormal Fest uh, tickets we'll to meet us out there and take pictures and have fun and be crazy. Yay! Yay! We love you guys. And remember to always 